Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shine Like the Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. Today is the first day of Gemini season, Friday, May 20th, 2022. Welcome to Gemini season. All my Geminis go crazy. <laughs> this season, I expect to be very chitter chatter, pitter patter. You know, the Geminis love to talk. <laughs> And also expect to be very moody, not moody, but kind of like uncertain. Gemini are represented by the twins. They're female twins, by the way. And there's one twin is one way, the other twin is one the other way. So they're always switching back and forth. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. So if you're like that a lot, if you're indecisive and, and capable to stick to one thing, do not go be hard on yourself. It's Gemini season. You heard it here first. Be patient. Be understanding. Be calm. These bitches are annoying, I know, but <laughs> but still, we, we have to learn something from them. Well, on today's episode, I really want to talk to you guys about love and relationships and how to turn a toxic relationship or a karmic link or a twin flame into a divine soul partnership. Because I truly believe that any relationship can work. Your soulmate can be anyone, like all we are all one we are all connected to source we are all god we are all the same being the you are a tree you a tree is a turtle a turtle is a, a tiger a tiger is a human we are all the same thing we're all made of the same stuff you know we're all gods so for you to say one person is more suitable for me than another person i don't believe it's to be true you know I mean, our human ego and our human mind may believe that, you know, and say, oh, this person suits me more because of these human reasons, these physical reasons. But on a soul level, as for your soul mates, anyone could be your soul mate. Let me clear that up. And the way we need to approach relationships and approach love, approach other people is from a soul level. Because when our humanness sees the differences in color, skin color, differences in opinions, or whatever, 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 we start not to like that person, okay? But let me tell you now, any relationship between anyone, no matter your difference of religion, difference of nationality, difference of whatever incomes, can work as long as you want it to work. And here is how we can all make it work. And that is by understanding that everybody on earth is a toddler in a human's body. In an adult's body. <laughs> Everyone on earth is a toddler. We are all our inner child. No matter how grown you are, how mature you are, what you've been through, you are still a little boy or little girl inside. And when you understand that you are, as well as everybody else you meet is, it becomes a lot easier to deal with people and to understand people. So first things first, understand your inner child. How do you see your inner child? Is she... A beautiful princess marching around her field. Is she? Is he a dragon in a cage that was so judged and never able to let out his opinions or show his true self? How do you really see? I look at people's inner child sometimes. I see some really scary things. Little boys with both eyes out, trying not to see the world, just blindly leading and following and doing what it needs to do to survive. Like, I see such hurt and such uncared for inner child. And that is why we all seek relationships. We all want to be cared for and nurtured, men or women. We all want to be taken care of. We all want to be 
shown that we are important and when you see other humans from that point of view this human just wants love it becomes a lot easier to take care of them and to understand them and to be with them because think of a toddler when a toddler isn't getting the attention it needs it, it will find negative ways to get their attention it will start yelling and screaming and throwing things ah! same with a dog as a woman, I know that when I miss my man or I miss someone, I start getting an attitude towards them. That doesn't make any sense. I miss them and now I'm being mean to them, but that's just the toddler in me acting up. So what ways does the toddler in you act up, especially in your significant relationships? That explains your personality. When you are upset and you want something, what do you do to get it? Do you flatter? Do you force? Do you, I force, I'm going to be honest, I force my way into the brute force all the way. <laughs> well, some people, they just, you know, wait it out. Some people yell and scream and make noise until their parents have no choice but to give it to them. How do you demand your needs to be satisfied? What do you do to get them? That is your personality. Now look at other people. Hmm, my coworker, whenever she's having a bad day, she does A, B, and C. That's her personality. My lover, my partner, whenever he's having a bad day, I know he needs A, B, and C. And that leads me to the next thing. Love people in their love language, not yours. You may want a lot of quality time and you don't really like getting gifts because it makes you feel awkward. So you do that to your partner. But what if your partner doesn't like much quality time? They prefer their alone time. They prefer to be alone. But they love to receive gifts. But you say, I don't like giving people gifts because it makes me feel awkward. This isn't about you, honey. You're trying to make your partner happy. Stop trying to do for them what you want to be done. And do for them what they want to be done. And vice versa. Tell your partner what you need. I know you don't like quality time, but I do. So let's set up a game plan on how we can both be happy. If you learn to compromise in this way in every situation, every relationship, it's going to work out. It's going to be good. Because that's the point of two people or three people or four people, whatever, or a group of people wanting to be together, to understand each other, to be cared for by each other, to care for each other. It has to be that balance. And we all know that in relationships, especially romantic relationships, that is where the inner child comes out the most, romantic and family relationships. And if you don't know how to soothe your inner child as well as theirs, it's going to be a problem. Because having a lover is like having a baby, having a child, whether you want to feel that way or not. I hear a lot of women, especially women with kids, who say, I don't want another to raise another child. I don't want to raise another child. Why is my partner acting like this? Well, bitch, you act like a child to your partner, too. <laughs> we all act like children. Everyone wants to say, oh, baby, I hear you. I see you. We are here to give each other the missing links. I was not seen or heard by my mother. So now if you're my partner and you're not seen or hearing me, of course there's going to be a problem. But also we got to remind ourselves that our partner can't read our minds. We have to learn how to speak your needs in a mature way, not just throw temper tantrums all the time. Why aren't you listening to me? Why aren't you there for me? Huh? Speak your needs and softly let your boundaries be known. Softly. Hey, I don't like that. Because, you know, we're all human. Two people may have a clash of personality. It doesn't mean it can't work. You're being too loud. Well, you're being too quiet. 
okay, how can we compromise this? How can we set a boundary that helps both of us? Because I understand that you were raised in a household where it was preferred that you were seen and not heard. So you are used to being quiet and you are not used to a lot of noise. I was raised in a household where everybody fought for attention. So all you did was, nah, 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 nah. so I'm used to being loud and, you know, but that doesn't make either of us a bad person. That doesn't make one of us wrong and the other one right. It just means we're two different types of people. We can either part ways and say we don't want to deal with that shit or we can find a way to make it work. And I think the best thing to do is find a way to make it work because there's always going to be things that you don't get along with someone. Like, you know, you're never going to find someone who's exactly perfectly like you. You know, there's always going to be something that you do that they don't. And that's bound to happen because we're all raised in different environments. We all have different ways of thinking. If you won't leave your partner because their favorite color is black and your favorite color is white, then why? That's the same thing as leaving your partner because... They are a morning person and you're a night person. No, we just find a way to make it work. And that is by once again understanding that everyone has the same basic needs. To feel loved, to be seen, to feel heard, to feel like they mattered, to feel like they're cared for, to feel like someone out there wants them. That's why everyone loves their mommy. Mommy makes them feel like they matter. Mommy loves them. Grandmas always care for them, whatever, whatever, whatever. Nobody wants to feel judged. Nobody. If you don't want to, why do you judge your partner? You know, we always need to see things from that point of view. If I wouldn't like that, why would I do it to someone else? Even if I feel like my partner is being a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'm still not going to judge the motherfucker, you know? That's what they're doing. That's who they are. If I love them, I love them enough to be patient with them, to have compassionate understanding. That's my favorite thing in the world to have. If, if I have nothing else, please, Lord, give me just compassionate understanding, for real. Because that is, I'm not a patient person, but I am an understanding person. I understand that people are different, that people are, are full of shit. I understand that people are people. Human beings are human beings. They have the good, the bad, the ugly. And I can have compassion for that because I'm also one of those human beings. I do have my ugly sides. I am not perfect. I'm a bitch. I can be a bitch. I can be self-entitled. I can be this, that, and the other. And so can you, and so can this person, and so can that person. That person can lie, that person can steal, that person can do bad things because we're all humans. So I'm not going to judge you when you're being annoying and call you an annoying piece of shit, even though I think you are. <laughs> I'm not going to make you feel that way because when I'm being an annoying piece of shit, when I'm hyped up on sugar and start, yeah, or when I'm drunk and start doing too much, I wouldn't want you in that moment to call me an annoying piece of shit. You feel that? People need compassion and understanding. Treat others the way you want to be treated, especially your partner. Because one thing I've really learned is that partnerships mirror each other. It starts out great, but then one person starts having an attitude, and then the other person starts having the same mirror, mirror the same attitude, and then things just got weird. But what if instead of mirroring attitudes, we start mirroring, mirroring patience, we start mirroring love, we start mirroring acceptance? That's how. That's the difference between a toxic relationship and the one that's good. And this is a disclaimer. Don't get me wrong. I understand that some people are just assholes. I understand that some people are narcissists. I understand that some people are egomaniacs, megalomaniacs. I understand that. If you're with that type of person and you know that, then why? I'm not talking about that. Why are you with them? Leave. I'm talking about two people who are trying to make it work. And there's nothing wrong to try to make it work. I've always been the type of person who was quick to leave someone. Friend, partner, lover, I don't give a fuck. I'm quick to go. 
I don't care. I don't have time to fucking waste trying to learn you, unlearn this, whatever, whatever. I don't give a fuck about you enough. Bye. But in my most recent relationship, it's been hard for me to let go. And I, I keep on wondering why. I'm not ugly. I can, either, I can easily find another partner. But I'm noticing cycles in my relationship and patterns in my relationships that aren't going to go away no matter how many times I switch partners. And this eclipse season has taught me that it's not about them. It's about me. I am the creator of my own reality. Everything is a projection of what I feel like it should be. My partner isn't fucking up. My partner is doing exactly what I expect them to do. Exactly what I am manifesting them to be. Because newsflash, if you keep on finding the same person everywhere you go, then maybe they're not the problem. And maybe the people aren't the problem. Maybe it's you. The universe is a mirror. Smiling, it will smile back. The universe is a mirror. What you give is what you get. What you expect, you will receive. That's universal law, honey. That's the law of attraction. There is something familiar in that abusive relationship. that And that's why you keep attracting abusive partners. Maybe you grew up in a house of abuse. You grew up in a house where you were never heard. And even though you say, I want a partner who makes me feel heard. I want to feel loved. I want to... A part of you, your inner child is so used to feeling this way. It's found a comfort zone within the abuse. that It doesn't want to change anything and keeps on attracting to you abuse. Whether you get an abusive boss who um, brings you down every chance you get. An abusive friend who can't talk good about you at all. They always have some shade to throw at you. Or an abusive lover who is always nitpicking at everything you do. Why do you keep attracting these scenarios and situations? It's because there's something in you that craves that. You need to go within you and fix that. And that is by sitting up straight. Do it with me. Sit up straight. Relax your shoulders. Pull them away from your ears. Tilt your head up a little bit. Open your throat. Open your heart, open your chest, breathe through your stomach, take two deep breaths, elongate your spine, look in the mirror, look in your eyes and say, I am proud of myself. I deserve love because I am a good person. There is nothing wrong with me. I am worthy of love. I am worthy and deserving of good things. That's how you do it. That's how you get there. That's how you change the scenario, change the situation from in your head. Your inner child is going, I don't, I'm not worthy of a healthy relationship. I'm not worthy of love. My own mother couldn't love me. Change that dialogue in your head to one of, I deserve it all. I deserve even more than all. I deserve infinite abundance and love. There is only love around me and inside of me. I can only receive love. Everybody around me, everyone I see and everyone I meet only gives me love because that is all I exude. That is all that's in my frequency. It's all that's in my reality. There's only love. I give love. I get love. Point blank, period. There is no hatred. There's nothing about me that I could possibly dislike because I am love. I am God. I am light. When you look in the mirror and say that, you're bringing your power back to you. You're healing your inner child and saying, baby, it is okay. You are safe. That's why I want you to open up your 
um, body, when you stand and sit in an open way, not crossing your legs, not crossing your ankles, not crossing your arms around your chest or around your stomach. No, 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 no. Those are all ways to signify that you don't feel safe. You have to protect your stomach. You have to protect your heart. You have to protect your sacral chakra. No, when you open yourself up and go into a receptive mode, you're telling your nervous system that you are safe. And that is what your inner child needs, is to feel safe. To feel safe enough to be yourself. To be feel safe enough to be worthy of love. To be safe enough to be understood by your partner. To be safe enough to know you're not going to be judged here. You're not going to be... Nothing derogatory is going to happen to you here. Make that safe space for your inner child and for yourself and for your partner and for others everywhere you go. And that is my life journey. I want to make that safe space. I want to make my presence and my aura feel like home to everyone around me. I want everyone around me to say yes. Around son, I am loved. I am not judged. I am heard. I am felt. I am seen. Because growing up, that is, there is nothing more that I wanted than to feel safe, loved, heard, and seen. And I know my parents tried their best. I know the circumstances tried their best. But I never really got that. Being the youngest in the family, you know, I never really got that. You know, when you're when you're the youngest, there's either two things: either you're called as a baby, oh, you're the baby of the house, yeah, yeah, or you're overlooked by the older siblings. And me, I had four more older siblings ahead of me, so my parents' hands were full. You know. So it was. I was always talked over. My opinions were always laughed at. You know things like that. And you may see. You may be like, "Oh, that's not a big deal." But growing up as a child, it's like there either two things that's gonna happen. Either you're gonna be extremely quiet and shy, or you're gonna be extremely loud and hey, listen to me. I matter, and that's what my inner child is always screaming. I matter. I matter. You will not interrupt me. You will not talk over me. You will not put down my opinions. I matter. I was able to become strong through that. But there are many people who became very quiet because of that. Like, oh, well, they're not going to listen to me anyway. Oh, oh, you, you care about what I think? You care about how I feel? Oh, I'm not used to that. There are, many, there are many ways that your childhood affects the way you are now, and we need to get to the core of that. Because that inner child, I always say this, is the person in control. Your inner child is in control, not you, your big beefy self who has all these PhDs or whatever, whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, when it gets down to it, when you're in your most vulnerable state, it's your inner child in control. That's making a decision that save your life or ruin it. When you don't want to go to bed and you're up till 5 a.m. for no reason or you're eating fucking Cheetos all day while watching TV for 30 hours, that is your inner child in control. Making bad decisions because there's no parent to watch it. We need to raise our inner child by ourselves because our parents try their best, but they don't know what we need. They know what they need. And we can't hold them to that fault. You must forgive them for that. But now it's time to take responsibility and self-parent. Self-parent yourself to the point where you're parenting your parents. And that's where I am at right now. Like, no offense, mama. But... (laughs) I know what, you know what your parents need because you know what they couldn't give you. They can't give you and they couldn't give you what they didn't have growing up. 
your parents never gave you love? Well, how could they give you something they never got? They were never loved in the way you wanted to be loved. And they never knew they needed that type of love. They thought they were fine. But now understand the love you kind of need, the kind of love you craved as a child and give it back to your parents. And you'll see them just melt. You'll see them melt. You may say, oh, my dad is the meanest man in the world. He wouldn't care if I said this. He doesn't care about my compliments. He doesn't. Just try it. And you'll see them melt because you'll be giving them something they didn't even know they needed. Instead of you going, oh, my God, oh, Mom, you never gave me love. They'll just be looking at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? I raised your ass. Fuck you talking about I didn't give you love. What the? Shut the fuck up. That's not going to get you anywhere. But you have to show them what you needed by giving it back to them. <laughs> and as you heal this relationship with yourself and with your family and with your peers and everything else will just fall into place. When you help your inner child grow up and help them become what they're meant to be. Through love, compassion, understanding, patience. You'll see your life bloom and blossom. You see all your relationships, every aspect of your life just flourish. And it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. And that takes me back to relationships. When you understand what your partner needs and gives it to them, there's no way your relationship can be toxic. Because first of all, it's not about beauty. It's not about looking good. It's not about giving him the best pussy, having the best dick. All that shit comes and goes and fades. But when you find someone that listens to your heart and listens to your soul, and when you can be that person for someone, they they will never leave you. (laughs) They won't want anything else. Because you satisfy a need that's so great that so many people don't know how to satisfy. Yes, you may not be the prettiest girl in the room, but that man knows that you're the only woman who can understand him, the only woman that can stimulate his mind. You're the only woman who can satisfy his soul needs, who can take care of him in his most vulnerable state. And they ain't going to leave. Point blank, period. No matter if you got the best pussy or the worst pussy, and they ain't going to leave. That girl's not going to leave you. It doesn't matter how much you buy her, how many Chanel bags you buy her. If you don't know how to stimulate her soul and soothe her inner child when she's crying, you're never going to go anywhere. Because what's the difference between buying me a Louis Vuitton bag to soothe me for the moment and just giving me a candy bar? Because as a kid, that's what our parents usually did. You start crying. They don't really want to know what the problem is. They just want you to stop crying. So here, take this candy bar. Here, go watch TV. Go do something. Here, go, go, just go, go, go. And okay, that's nice, I guess. But at, at the end of the day, that's not what we need. We needed to feel heard and loved and seen. We needed to be held in that moment. And that's the same thing. When you're crying, you're having a bad day, and a guy go buys you something. It's like, okay, thanks for this, but this isn't what I need. And guys get so like, oh my God, I did everything for her. I got her all these things. Why did she still leave, leave me? Because because you got her all these things instead of listening to her actual need. I'm not saying don't buy her no Louis. Don't, don't, don't say I said that. I'm saying do both. Buy her Louis and listen to her needs. And you will find the perfect wife for real, honestly. And that's the secret to making any partnership divine soulmates. By caring for each other's souls, making your 
you're, each other feel like they're at home and they're safe and it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be yourself. That's the secret. And I'm learning it too every day. Every day. And this is why I'm choosing to stay in my relationship, even though it's not perfect. And Because I always, like I said, I'm quick to leave people whenever things start to go south. Oh, the honeymoon phase is over. Bye-bye. You know? But I notice that I can't keep going through my life like this. And I don't even want to. All my friends keep on asking me, son, this isn't like you. Why do you keep staying in this relationship? So I meditated on it. It's actually really funny. I meditated on it. And the only thing I heard was, Pharaoh, let my people go. So I was like, why, why do I keep on hearing, Pharaoh, let my people go. Pharaoh, let my people go. Pharaoh. And I thought about it. If you don't know the story about Moses trying to get the children of Israel out of Egypt, it was, that's it. Moses was trying to get his children of Israel out of Egypt. But the Pharaoh kept on saying no. But what you don't understand is the Pharaoh wanted to let the people go. But God hardened the Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can go. I don't care about these people. Then God would say, nope, don't let them go. And Pharaoh said, you, they will never leave. And that's how this relationship for me is. Every atom of my being, except for my heart, is ready to leave. I have to ask God, why does my heart want to stay so badly? And God is telling me, I'm hardening your heart. I'm hardening your heart so you can learn the lessons so it doesn't keep repeating. There's the lessons you need to learn. And it's only going to get worse the more you keep on living your life like this. So source has hardened my heart so that I will never want to leave the relationship until I learn the lessons. And this is an excuse for me to be in a toxic relationship because, like I said, I'm 100% aware. It's not like I'm, like, making up excuses. This is, like, what came to me in a meditation because it's really not like me to be the way I am right now. And this eclipse season has helped me learn the lesson. The lesson I need to learn is that no matter how many times I move, I change situations, I do this, that, and the other, until I fix the problem within myself, until I learn how to take care of my inner child, I learn how to take care of others, I will never be who I want to be. I will never go where I want to go. So the, God has chosen divine intervention because my ass cuts people off like grass, like I'm mowing the lawn, zoop. Zoop, zoop, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. I don't care, I'm better off alone, and that's not healthy for me. It's the same pattern that I've had since I was a kid to cope, and it's just, it worked as a kid because I wasn't in control of my life. You know, my, when you're a kid, you're not in control of what you do. Your parents, your situation, your environment's in control. But now that I'm old enough to be in control, I need to find new patterns. I need to find new ways. And this brings me... Oh, I was going to read this verse to you guys. It's First Corinthians chapter 13. And throughout this chapter in the Bible, it says a lot of things about relationships. Look, it says on verse 11, First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now that I am... Adults, I have to put away my childish patterns that I use to protect me and find new patterns that are more aligned with my highest self and who I want to be. And until I do that with my twin flame, because the person I'm with right now is obviously my twin flame. That's ridiculously how obvious it is. How equally, unequally we're matched. And until I learn this, 
my heart would be hardened. I must, 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 must learn this, be this, become this, know this. Because I don't like how the past has been for me. You know, like I said, as a child, I worked well for what I did what I had to do. But now that I am a man, I must put away my childish ways. Whew. I hope that helped someone. I hope that you guys could pick up what I was putting down in this episode. I love you all. Thank you again for listening. You guys always make me feel so good and so heard. And that's why I do this podcast. Because I want to make you guys feel like someone understands you and someone is rooting for you. You know, and of course I have my own selfish reasons for doing this because I just want to, I want to give people, I want to help people, I want to serve people. And this podcast is my own way of serving you all, like sharing with you the knowledge I've learned, which is a lot because my whole life is based upon learning how to be a spiritual warrior. So I want you guys to do your best, to be your best and to move forward. Love everyone how you want to be loved. Honestly, that will make everything so much better. Everything will start falling into place, I promise you. And if it doesn't, come to me and tell me, hey, son, I did everything you said and it still ain't work. What the fuck? I'll apologize for wasting your time. <laughs> okay, hold on. Now I'm time for the song of the week. <laughs> song of the week is Trust the Universe by Stick. This is a song that I was doing yoga to outside by the river and by a tree. And it just kind of made me like just get into a very high frequency. So I want to share this with you so you can get high with me. Here it is. I say yes to life, respect for life. It's my birthright, a successful life. Like plants, I absorb the light. Deep roots fed by the source of life. Flow with the course of life. Relax or resist your choice in life. Let go, don't force to life. I let the universe support my life. It started with changing my attitude. Replacing my worries with gratitude. Surrounded by all these free jewelry. So clearly I see opportunity. I got air in my lungs. I know I'm supported in love as below, so above. No matter conditions, it's all for the good like the lotus that grows from the mud trust be true to yourself be here in the now love like a mother and child with a breast in his mouth the milk is to die when we own our purpose we'll always be nervous there's nothing we're lacking without give thanks and praise and light up the sage and let it be raised to the cloud trust the universe hey. trust the universe hey. trust the universe what trust the universe just like that that's all i gotta say trust the universe who else are you gonna trust yourself? <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, we know. I know. You know. I love you all so much. I know you guys will all take my words into your heart and turn it into wisdom and knowledge and just, you know, use it to change the world. I love you all so much. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a great week next week. I hope. Everything's amazing and beautiful and just light and lovely and just everything that you imagine it to be and better. Focus on gratitude, remove the worry and, you know, remember you are a god. So, I heard y'all be, y'all be singing along when I do that, so I hope y'all sing along. Okay, so, okay, let's do it. Okay, friend, ready, set. One, two, three. Shine like the sun.